Hi, and welcome to Screens and Focus podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Diana. And I'm Brooke. And this is episode 46. Today, we will be discussing Fear the Walking Dead, season five, episode two, entitled The Hurt That Will Happen, with the theme of unexpected. We will also discuss the movie Rocket Man. Before we dive in, how are you doing today, Brooke? Well, I'm doing really well, finally. I know. And I'm not hot anymore. It's been like over 100 degrees the past two or three days. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm feeling pretty good right now. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? I'm happy that we, again, we had some technical difficulties. We're in a new space right now. It's the pop-up recording studio. Yes. So (laughs) we hope it will go well. And um, yeah. So... As you know, yes. it was one of my son's birthdays, oh, my middle son, birthday. and it was great, Yeah, but I bought him some gifts that I wasn't sure of, Okay, and he went to return them, Oh, and they denied his return. Uh, why? I was not happy, and it was very unexpected. Oh my gosh. Well, one of the items broke when he took it out of the packaging, oh, no. and so we, uh, he took it back, but... Oh. Uh, they were just giving him trouble. So I had to be Mother Bear and um, go down there myself. Oh, you go, girl. So I was happy because I was able to resolve the situation. Awesome. And um, yeah, there's a little praying. On the way there. <laughs> yeah, saw. Give me peace, please. Don't make me hurt someone today. <laughs> yeah. Carl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah. So, in thinking about that, yes, uh, brings me to our question of the day. Oh, what's that? How would you respond to being treated in an unexpected way? Okay. Would you plead your case until you get what you want? Mm-hmm. Or would you pass to avoid a confrontation? Oh my gosh, that is so hard. Because I have like two sides, right? I mean, there are times where I will just let it go you know to save my anxiety and my stress and my Mm -hmm. own health but then there's other times where i'm like that is not fair i'm gonna stand up and i'm gonna you know get my way whether i have to fight my way through this you know until somebody respects um the moral Mm -hmm. how about you are you well Well, we already know well Mama bear. I know. Don't well, mess with mama. I will say, as I thought about this question, I wondered, I thought, oh, I just don't like confrontation. So I would probably just let it go. Right. But see here, I did the opposite. Nope. And she I was on her way. I think the opposite was one because it had to do with my son. Mm-hmm. I wanted him to get what he wanted for his birthday and felt we were in the right. Yeah. And I'm... I realize that I will fight for things that I think are right. Yeah. So So what if the gift were like made by 97-year-old hands? Like this 97-year-old lady <laughs> made the- <laughs> You know what? Then I probably, you know if I bought it from a person mm-hmm. and I, I maybe I would think of it different in that regard. Yeah. I would have said, "You know what? It's a donation now." You know, yeah. instead of thinking it. So maybe my my thought would have been different, okay. but so see, people, it all depends on yeah, the circumstance. It does. So, hey, let us know what you think about that question. What would you do? Would you respond 
and plead your case or would you be passive to avoid that confrontation? You can let us know, follow us on our Instagram, our Twitter, and you can also subscribe to our website and our YouTube channel. Diana. Yes. So we are at season five, episode two, Fear the Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. I was just wondering, since the ep- since episode one, how do you feel about episode two? I really liked it. Awesome. I me too. I was really happy with this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, there were unexpected happenings. I was excited to see that new things can happen and take the story in another direction. Yeah. I mean, we meet a new person and reunite with another. That's cool. This episode left me feeling really good about future episodes yeah and i have a renewed excitement for the show right how i do too yeah what were your thoughts well you know what first of all i was happy um with this episode and i didn't lose interest in this episode at all i was like shh dominic no talking you know (laughs) it's like asking questions again but i was like no i'm really into this and I now understand why the season premiere was scripted and filmed with such... I felt like it was a lack of information. I was so questioning, like, what's happening? Uh, Yeah. And um, so now we start to gather a story and we're building on it. And I get a sense of fulfillment and excitement. So I'm pretty excited about Mm -hmm. the um, episode three. Yeah. Yeah. So I was surprised to see Strand appear selfless in this episode. I mean, he leaves a goodbye tape mm-hmm. for the others and saying, you know, if I you don't see me again, I tried. Um, and he sets out to seek help from Daniel Salazar, mm-hmm. whom he shot in the face. Mm. And he tells the others, you know, just know I tried. But do you believe he's totally selfless? Um, I don't know yet. I mean, I feel that because he was trying to say that he's a changed person. Yeah. So at that point, I believe in that. I it's like you I know? believe him, but then I don't know. I mean, well, he has a past. So. Yeah, exactly. And it's hard to sometimes yeah. redeem yourself when you have a repeated pattern. Yeah. Um, well, I think he cares for the group. I can't help but think there is some self preservation in what he does Mm. but i really love the exchange between him and daniel salazar they don't trust each other but to some extent they do respect each other and their conversations are so funny daniel tells strand you still talk too much victor Mm -hmm. (laughs) and as victor is pleading his case daniel raises his gun and shoots, and you think, oh my God, did he shoot him? But then you see, he shot a walker behind him. Yeah. So, I don't know. You don't know what to expect. You don't, but I mean, you know, season one, when he brings everyone all aboard on his yacht, I mean, that there, there's still parts of Strand that I think that he's still for the better good. I mean... It, it is hard, like, they have a, you know, different history now after them, after season one. But still, I don't know. I'm just so influenced from the Cobra Kai and everyone deserves a second chance. <laughs> yeah. So, it's just interesting. But, you know, I really like that moment when, um, when Daniel, uh, when he shot 
yeah. in the direction of Strand uh-huh. and the look on his face. He, it's like he just did Strand a favor by shooting, you know, his gun in yeah. the direction to kill a walker behind him. I just, I just thought that was so I know, I nonchalant. It. Like, uh-huh. oh, boom. Yeah, you know, it's exactly. just hilarious. I, I know. Just, I actually laughed out loud at mm-hmm. that moment. I did too. Too funny. That's yeah. why I'm saying that whole, their whole relationship <laughs> was funny. There was even that kitty cat. Oh, yeah. That runs up to Strand. And um, what's funny about the cat is how has it survived? I mean, it runs up to him. So I'm thinking it doesn't know a walker's a walker. But right. <laughs> I'm so glad this cat Still has a friendly survived. Cat. Yeah. But Daniel says he likes you. And Strand replies he has good taste. And Daniel says he licks his own ass. <laughs> All while holding him at gunpoint. Too funny. And he tells Strand to come in and he yells for the cat, Skidmark, Skidmark. Get in here. It was just so funny. That's a funny name for a cat. I know. (laughs) Later on, as they're having a conversation, Daniel asks about Madison and is surprised to hear the unexpected news that she and Nick didn't make it. Yeah. And I have to say, this was one of the saddest points of the show. Yeah. I realize that I missed them and felt bad for both Strand and Daniel because they both really cared for Madison and Nick. Right, right. Yeah, I, I felt that same emotion at that time. And um, you can really feel the compassion from Daniel. Mm-hmm. And he was really sincere when he had asked about her and Nick. So um, I just, you know, at that moment, I was just, I'm right there with you. We should really get together and watch these shows together. Oh, yeah. That would be awesome. But yes, we should. Well, Let, when we, you get your it. We'll um, do it. phone, we'll FaceTime together. And we'll like, it'll like, be like we're watching okay. it together. <laughs> <laughs> okay. While Morgan and Alicia split up to look for Al, Morgan comes across a bird box mm. hanging from a tree. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> and I did read some articles saying that it was like, Something about the Sandra Bullock movie. Yeah. yeah. Did you see that? Yes, I okay. did. You saw it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was good. Okay. Yeah. And, um, you know, the walkers are reaching for it, standing atop of a tarp. And I'm wondering, what's going on with that tarp? But Morgan, he went for those two walkers, and he actually got caught in a bullis trap. And then here comes Grace in a hazmat suit, mm-hmm. pointing a gun at Morgan. And instructing him to remove his clothes. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Well, clearly something is going on because she's wearing that suit, Uh right? Well, then here comes badass Alicia and she tackles Grace. (laughs) And now Alicia is questioning Grace and look who's in charge. Wow. Grace informs that Morgan may be contaminated and also informs them of the failed reactors. And now there is a team of radioactive zombies. She's on a mission to kill in order to contain the radiation. And it's just wild. That's just crazy stuff going Mm -hmm. on. And if anyone were to kill one of those particular walkers wearing, it's they called it a decimeter um, hanging from their necks, then they would be exposed to that radiation. So now they have to look out for that. I know. When they come across them. I mean, oh my gosh, this lady is driving around with tarps. You know, so that she can get all of the ones that are contaminated. Yeah. It's like, that's a lot of work to do. Yeah. Um, well, Morgan did end up killing one of those radioactive walkers. His staff is porous and contaminated. 
that's just too bad. You know, yeah. I felt really bad because he was asking about it. And yeah. I knew, we all know this, the history on that staff. And so that was really sentimental to him. And as well as the way that he's looking at his wedding band, mm-hmm. as she tells him that he needs, she needs to, or he needs to clean around the ring in order to decontaminate that area as well in the shower. She has water in this truck of hers. Like she's just totally equipped. And she is. For this radioactive zombie infected apocalypse. Yeah. So. Yeah. I noticed also how hard it was for him to take off that wedding ring. It's been so many years and, but it was still hard. And it was funny when Grace tells him, take off his clothes. And he looks at her like, you haven't even bought me a drink. Oh. <laughs> it was funny, the look he gave her. Yeah. And then she tells it to, says it to him again. But, you know, you're right. All the water she has and all the work she's doing. Although I could tell, and I'm sure, I mean, everybody could tell, she was very trustworthy. Like, there was just something about the way she was handling herself that you could tell she wasn't... Uh, a, a villain or an enemy. I wasn't sure because she even threatened to shoot him. So I wasn't I, sure. But I don't know. Something about the way she held herself, I yeah. thought she was good. Yeah. So I think she's a brave person. I wonder if she's ever had yeah. to, you know, kill an in- or a human based on the instructions that they're resisting to do. Mm-hmm. Take off your clothes. Mm, I'm not taking off my clothes, lady. I, know, I don't I know you. <laughs> <laughs> I know he trusted her, yeah. took off his clothes. Yep. And uh, yeah, rest in peace, Morgan Stick. That was hard for him to give that up too. Yeah. I mean, you become attached to these symbols that mean something to you. Also, it was an awesome weapon. Yeah, it was so efficient. I hope he gets that replacement. Yeah. I mean, he knows how to recreate that. Carve one out. Yeah. So I want to bring up John and June's conversation as they look for those as they look for those missing kids. Um, He says they don't want to be found, and she says they do. Mm. She tells him that when they were apart and he was looking for her, that each day she would wake up and wonder if that was the day he was going to find her. And he says, why did you keep running away? And her reply was, part of me was afraid you'd stop looking. You'd given up. It was easier to keep moving than face the possibility that you weren't out there. Yeah. I don't know. That really struck me. They love each other and it makes me afraid for them. I hope that they can stick, you know, stick it out together and one of them doesn't die. Oh, true. It reminds me a little bit of, you know, Maggie and Glenn. Mm. Just, I don't know. They're a good couple. And we don't really see too many good couples. Not in that way. Well, I also like... Um, yeah, I do like their story all together. Just him, you know, finding her, housing her, rehabilitating her, and then she leaves, and then they, they meet again. He looks for her. He was always looking for her. Mm-hmm. And he found her. I like, know. that's crazy. Yeah. So it's interesting to see how he's kind of changed now, and she's taken on that... Um, consistent role or that determination that he had when he lost her mm-hmm. and it doesn't seem like he quite has that. I'm not sure I mean maybe he does but I mean he's just kind of going along with it I'm hoping that it's 
really what he would do even if June wasn't there. Oh, I totally think he does. He has a good heart. Mm-hmm. I think he really does. Right. So even when he didn't have her, he had a good heart. It's just that he had a goal. Yeah. Right. And I mean, he still has a goal, but now he has the woman he, he loves next right. to him. So, I like their little cabin. He had the movies. I know. <laughs> it's pretty cute. Popcorn. Yeah. Um, oh my goodness. Luciana. <laughs> She is super loopy and on pain meds mm-hmm. for that wound on her chest or shoulder area. And uh, she's hilarious. She keeps talking about learning to play the accordion. I know. <laughs> that was so goofy. I kept cracking up when she would mention the accordion. I'm like, what is she talking about? And while June, June and John set out to look for Al, Luciana has to stay back and listen to the radio for Strand or anybody who's, you know, contacting at the, at the truck stop. So she actually did make contact with Strand and also John and June. Mm-hmm. But when she hears noises outside, My God. she goes out there to investigate. She's wounded and drugged up. She's supposed to be resting. And... When she's out there trying to figure out what's happening, she notices that the tower had fell. Mm -hmm. And then a bunch of walkers are coming toward her. Oh, my gosh. You know, she's barely able to get back inside. And it's interesting, the survival techniques for this season so far. I mean, Luciana is clearly unable to be on her own, and she needs to be supervised. But that just seems really incredibly hard when you have no choice. So I feel like they're doing things... They're going above and beyond this season so far. It was just yeah. like little things here and there. I mean, yeah. Luciana, the airplane, looking for those children. Like, yeah. They're was, taking more risks. Yeah. So then unexpected things happen. I mean, she yeah. went out there, didn't expect, you know, she could barely even hold up the gun. I know. To shoot. And it's like she's blurry, double vision. Uh-huh. It's crazy. I'm like, ay, ay, ay. What do you think's going to happen? With her? Well, what did she think that was going to happen oh, by her going out there? I know. Like, what? Well. I guess she yeah. wasn't thinking because she had her mind all cuckoo. Yeah, that's a good excuse. Yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly, mm-hmm. Alicia is really taking on the burden of taking care of everyone. Mm-hmm. She really feels responsible for Al's disappearance. And at one point, Grace Morgan and Alicia see a horde coming and Grace suits up with Morgan's help while Alicia fights them off but the walkers fall in the mud and they can't tell which are infected and then Grace tells her to get away from them but Alicia continues to fight them off and Grace uses her radiation detector and kills the infected but it was a super close call for Alicia and later Grace says she wouldn't have been able to help her if she had been exposed and that even though she's trying to help her friend that her friend meaning al would not want her to get sick and die either oh yeah right and then morgan you know he then tells alicia that he used to think that way that uh, he was only good at killing when he was lost and that's what alicia feels like she's doing is that she's only good at killing I know so you know it's just I remember when Morgan was in that phase I remember that time so well I it, it's also clear and yes yeah. remember he was writing that clear clear uh-huh the walls and it's just amazing for me to see how far Morgan has come 
and now he has been able to help others from the pain that he survived Mm -hmm. so with his experience yeah he has quite a journey Mm -hmm. I, i mean here we are with the walking dead going in its 10th season and even though he wasn't in every season i think there was only a few seasons that he wasn't in and as soon as he transitioned from there he went on to this show so i mean that's a lot of years so he's had a lot of things happen to him and a lot of experiences right so throughout this episode we've seen quite a few unexpected things um we find out grace is dying and will keep on searching for the other infected walkers that she feels responsible for. Um, the gang is greeted with more hanging heads. Right. As a sign to them of some sort. So we still haven't seen everybody or what the kids were talking about. Right. And then they did stumble upon that encampment. Great. Um, sorry, not Grace, but uh, John and June. Mm-hmm. And that's where they thought that the children were because they were yeah. driving that van and then they saw the sign. Yeah. So they went in that direction. Well, then they found that cabin full of walkers, dead, the dead inside, and they were contaminated because they tried to burn, burn yes. a bunch of the infected, the Not radioactive. Not realizing right. they were infected, yes. So then they ended up getting sick and died inside there. So at least, well, I guess they had found more. Right, more than the 63 that Grace Mm -hmm. knew of because Mm -hmm. it spread. Yeah. So that was like kind of more of a journey than they... But that's the unexpected. Right. Right? Yeah. So... And then Daniel escorts Strand off his property and tells him he isn't going to help him because he always ends up hurting people. And yeah, Strand was not expecting that at all. Oh. That was, and he was unarmed mm-hmm. and just was like, get out of here. Yeah. We don't want your kind. So um, I'm just curious, was there anything else that you noticed in this episode that we have not discussed? Of course. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I really liked Daniel's walker traps. Basically, spears tied together to pierce the walkers. And it reminded me of what Morgan did at that town he was in way back in the earlier, or actually it was in The Walking Dead, Mm -hmm. when he was a bit crazy after losing his son. Clear. Anyway, I laughed when the walker tripped and then fell right onto the spear, right on his eyeball. It's all... I love how The Walking Dead, they do that. You know, the the, um, beginning of the episode, it'll be like some cool... Um, special effects. Yeah. Close up. And I like uh-huh. that. It was pretty good. Yeah. And, um, and you know, look at this place that Daniel is at. Oh, my gosh. He had stuff everywhere. How did he acquire all this? And he's by, he's there by himself. No one has come to try and take it. And he has all these things. There's, there's cars and all these goods. supplies. Yeah. And Slipping it's bags. huge. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff. And then he's got an airplane. He's got a radio. There's all kinds of things. What the heck? So He's so strategic. He's, you know, doing pretty good. And I want to go back to Luciana. Yeah. I mean, why does she go outside? Oh it's my killing me. I know. It's rule number one. Don't ever go outside by yourself. Mm-hmm. Even more so when you can't defend yourself. Right. I mean, she's all dopey on the medicine and she can't use her right arm. Ugh, right. why? Aye, aye, aye. I thought, oh no, is she a goner? I mean, she's stumbling, but she 
makes it back in and passes out. Yeah. I was like, are they going to lose Al and Luciana? I know. know. Like, that would be really crappy to come back to June and John. They'd be like, oh my gosh, what did we do? Yeah. Somebody should have stayed. Well, I was so surprised that they left her. I'm like, really? You're going to leave a hurt woman by herself? I know. Like, they don't even know the place. They just got there. Yeah. I'm thinking, you know, John could have done well on his own. Yeah. You know, really. Yeah. Do they have to split up? I mean, they could have just gone in threes and just kind of searched the area. Kind of like how Morgan and Alicia split up. Mm -hmm. They didn't have to like, you go that way. I'll go this way. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So what other things did you notice? Oh, well, I noticed that the intro to the show had graphics of the walkers reaching for that bird box. And so I'll be looking out for that in all the episodes to see if that's going to correlate. Yeah, Yeah, I like that. Mm -hmm. And I kind of think it's funny that they need a plane in order to help. I mean, such modern issues in an apocalypse world that planes are still a necessity. We need a plane. We need a plane. Give me your plane. (laughs) Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And also that radioactive walker that goes after Alicia and gets stuck in the mud. Yeah. It's all bubbly and chemically burned looking. It's so gross. But I don't believe that we have seen a walker look like that in the show before. No. Like that was pretty They're so good. Yeah, that was special effects are so awesome. It's all you. Yeah. yeah. So Diana. Yes, Brooke. Why do you love the show Fear the Walking Dead? I love that this show brings up dangers other than the walkers and villains. It brings up real threats. Mm -hmm. Just as in season four of The Walking Dead, when they were dealing with the deadly virus in the prison. This deals with radioactive walkers, something that can kill you by just being exposed. Ooh, yeah. So, Brooke, yes. why do you love Fear the Walking Dead? Well, with the theme of surprise and unexpected, as a viewer, I was in the direction of not expecting Daniel to resist helping Strand and his people. Mm-hmm. Strand pleased that he has changed, and unlike Cobra Kai, evidently, <laughs> Strand does not deserve a second chance, although Morgan believes in Alicia, and as well as June and John believe in each other. So with that said, I expected Daniel to move forward and help for the better good. I mean, Daniel seems to be doing so well. Maybe he eventually does decide to help. We shall see. Mm -hmm. Okay, Diana. So in this episode, what was your favorite quote, character, or moment? So my favorite moment Mm. was between Morgan and Alicia. Mm-hmm. And they talk about, they've been talking a lot, by the way, together. They just seem to have these really deep conversations. Right. But in this particular one, they talk about feeling that all they can do is kill. Okay. So Morgan talks about being stuck and lost and not realizing it until he was told. So he tells Alicia, he tells her, you are not locked in. There is a doorway out. There's no way to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. The way out is to people. The hurt that will happen, hence the title of the episode. He says he found his way and opened the door and his life started again and hers will too. Oh yeah, that was good. Good talk. 
Brooke, who does your award go to? What was your favorite quote, character, or moment? <laughs> well, my favorite moment is when Luciana is looking forward to playing <laughs> the accordion. <laughs> yeah. That just seems so funny to me. And The Walking Dead is rarely ever funny. So I really like a bit of humor yeah. and emotions other than distress and scarcity all the time. So yeah. I just really liked that they were able to throw that comedic point in there this episode, which it was just, she was so cute. Yeah. Oh, will that affect the way I play the accordion? I know. Wait, what? <laughs> I know. And John Dory said, you play the accordion? I, was, I said the same. I'm all, does she play the accordion? I'm all, it must have happened in that season that I missed. <laughs> <laughs> I do love the comedic moments. And that's, I think, why I appreciated also uh, Daniel and Strand. Yeah. Because it, it was pretty funny. I know. Hey, yeah. Diana, what other shows are you currently watching? Well... I had to get caught up with Big Little Lies, so I watched the first season again. And oh, you did? Wow. Yeah. Well, I, I watched everything but the last one, so. Okay. But, that one was a very good episode. Yeah, I know. So I still have to watch that. But, you know, I wanted to catch up as much as I could. Yeah. And, um, but I went yeah. to the movie. Cool. And I saw Rocket Man. Okay. So this is a biopic about Elton John and his rise from child prodigy to major stardom. Mm -hmm. It also highlights the long friendship with his lyricist, Bernie Toppin. Um, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. So I've known him. I've known him. Yeah, we're good (laughs) friends. We go way back. (laughs) But what I loved is that this was a musical. I mean, they would just break out in song, which I had no idea. And... The movie delved into, you know, him being gay and dealing with that along with addictions he had. It all stems from from the lack of affection and understanding from his parents. And I felt so bad for him and hope that he was able in his adult life to get some resolution in that because the parent-child relationship is so impactful mm-hmm. and I cried in the film Aww. because it was hard to see a child even a grown child yearn for approval and love from his parent and not get it oh yeah it was how he dealt with the lack of affection and love in his relationship okay. with them that I felt steered him in that direction so but I was the hugest Elton John fan as a child. Oh. A child and young teenager would buy the record albums because, yes, that's what you did back then. Mm -hmm. I I owned the most Elton John albums. That was huge for me. And um, my favorite song, I just have to mention, is your song. I just love that song. Oh. And so, um, and then my, I went with my childhood friend. It was funny. She reminded me that I wrote in the cement EJ plus DC. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's so cute. How funny. So, yes. And I'm like, she's all, Diana, you don't remember that? I'm like, I, I, don't specifically she goes yes that's what you wrote in the cement so it was like stayed for however long but how cute so that was just Benny and the Jets okay sorry don't get me started I will have you know that for days and days I was singing all kinds of songs it was crazy that's cool Saturday 
sad. Oh. oh my god, don't get me started. Don't okay, even. so what are you currently watching? Well, I did Big Little Lies, um, season two, episode one. Um, gosh. Which, by the way, we're going to be talking about. So the, that episode, episode is, yeah. you know, going to be released the same time this episode is. So look for that. Look for it. Big Little Lies. Yeah. It's really good, you guys. Um, you know what? I don't think I really, nothing that I watch. I mean, of course I watch TV, but nothing really impacted me mm-hmm. in this past week. So I didn't, yeah, I'm good. It's okay. I did yeah. a lot of work, though. Yeah. You know. But, yeah, you're watching The Walking Dead and Big Little Lies, so you're yeah. good. My husband and Gemma, they went to see Aladdin. Oh, yeah. I didn't go. I was yeah. working. They had a da- <laughs> daddy-daughter date. Yeah. Did they like it? Oh, my gosh. No, we went to Target the same day in the evening, and she saw everything. Princess Jasmine. Aww. Aladdin! Aladdin! Everything. She just had to have it. So, yeah. <laughs> She loved it. That's so funny, um, Brooke. Gabe said that Will Smith did a really good job. Oh, I'm so I love Will Smith. Yeah, so, the music yeah. was good. Um, he said everything correlated with the animation, and then they added some new songs. But everything, yeah, he said it was good. Oh, good. Yeah. That's so he's awesome. like, babe, you got to go see it. I'm oh, like, good. Okay. Okay. So I'll look forward to seeing that. Okay. So well, that's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful you tuned in, and we hope something we said today resonated with you, gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity, or inspiration. Please subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend. We would love more members of our TV club. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. We need your feedback. Yes, we do. We will be uploading two new episodes Tuesday, June 25th, and our next show will be on Fear the Walking Dead, Season 5, Episode 3, and Big Little Lies, Season 2, Episode 2. You can find our website listed in our show notes. See you next time. Bye! Bye.